This is the Ed Life Podcast, where the wife, the teenager, and the Ed will talk about professional wrestling, theme parks, pop culture, and even toys, or whatever else that jerk refuses to pay me, Doofy wants to talk about. The Ed Life Podcast. Yay! We're back, and with us in the toy room, it's the wife, the teenager, and me. I'm the Ed. In today's main event, we're talking toys, what we played with, what we loved, what we didn't love, what we wanted to play with, all of that, and a whole lot more. And that's in the main event. But first, also with us, it's the chipmunk, the unpaid intern, the heart of the show, Doofy, Doofy, what's up, brother, 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 brother. Growing, hey, I gotta ask you, growing up, did you have any uh, favorite toys or anything growing up? Well, I lived in a tree growing up, so I usually just played with my nuts. Doofy, come on! Then, my mom would tell me to stop playing with my food. Oh, dude, we've gone over this. We're gonna have this conversation again after the show, but first, let's get the show started. What's the greatest faction in podcast history been up to? What's been going on, y'all? All right, around the faction, and we're back, and we're hanging out in the toy room. Ahoy, ahoy. Hello. We haven't talked to our friends in a while, and we're excited. we got a big show for you today. Very exciting show. Toy mm-hmm. talk in the main event. We're going to talk toys, and uh, I like toys, so yeah. I'm excited about that. That may explain my new ink, and I do have some new ink. It's Peter Pan. With words never grow up. And you know what? I've been accused of not growing up. Which is fine with me. we got to take that as a compliment. Because I've met grown-ups and they suck. For the most part. Well, not our listeners. No. They're all good. You're all awesome. Because obviously you're listening to us. So, No, your tattoo is very nice. Uh, thank you. That's all i got to say about that. Anything else we've been doing? Mikey's seen a ton of movies. Which he's yeah. going to talk about in a... Mikey's classic movie review, so mm-hmm. that's exciting. We just saw the Beach Boys on Friday. Yes, or the Beach Older Gentlemen, because huh? they're a little bit older, but they still put on a good show. There's two original members, but some of the newer guys, uh, they, they rocked yeah, they it out. Good. They sounded just like the older, yeah, the originals, the mm-hmm. OGs, and that drummer was a blast. He yeah, was he fun was to good. watch. Like He's one of the best drummers I've, I, I feel I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, he was a cool dude. He was a cool dude. I'm assuming he's a cool dude. He was a cool drummer. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Is there anything else you all want to talk about? Uh, Not really. Not really. You're just excited to start this amazing show. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to talk about toys in the main event. Oh, me neither. All right. So let's get it going. What's first, Doofy? How about some theme park conversation? Hey, why don't Chip and Dale have a ride? All right, theme park talk, and I I have some stuff myself, but uh, the wife, I've let the wife take over the reins of this, but I do have some stuff to add on towards the end, quite a bit, actually. Oh, okay. But first, here's the wife with what's going around the parks. So I just looked at the, the more recent news that uh, on the, the app that I use, which is the uh, Walt Disney World news uh and they also have like universal stuff, but like the universal stuff wasn't coming up for me. So I don't have as much this week for universal. But one of the things that I did see was the original universals Island of it, islands of adventure soundtrack is now streaming. So the music that you hear walking around in the park, you can uh, stream it on YouTube. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, walk around six flags, uh, was it last summer? Uh, that, that soundtrack would just be single ladies over and over and over. It was. <clears throat> and every time, every time we'd go, we'd go at the start of the day. So it would always play, uh, that one song by Boston every time we got, oh, every time Boston? we got there. Yeah. You, you, you got upset every time I danced to single ladies, but you know, good times. Um, with, uh, Hollywood not Hollywood Studios, I'm so sorry, Universal Studios, they are getting more things ready for um, Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights 32, to be exact. Nice. They they have uh, more theming for The Last of Us, 
the house, which you used to play that game, didn't you? No. The Last of What's the Last of Us? That is a game, but I didn't play it. What's that one that you um, played that like Fallout? No, it was I think you played it on your phone. It was something about when the imposter is sus, as you used to always say. What's that? that that's that's Among Us. Oh, Among Us. Okay, I always thought it was... I was thinking it was The Last of Us. I don't know why, but... Um, they've got more, like, food stands for Halloween Horror Nights, including a Chucky... Uh, it says Chucky's Goodies. So I wonder what kind of stuff Chucky's going to be trying to feed us. Because Well, not us, because we won't be there. Yeah. But I hope he doesn't feed anyone anything lethal. I mean, mm. um, they have a new Universal Annual Pass Holder Spirit jersey and bucket hat and some other uh, souvenirs for the Annual Pass Holders. And it just looks like a fun little theme. It looks like it's written out in snacks. The Universal, it says... U-O-A-P, and it's written out in snack font. It looks kind of cool. Um, over to Disney World, they are no longer going to be handing out paper straws and plastic lids, which is kind of big because they were doing away with the plastic straws to begin with to make way for paper straws because there are people who need to drink out of straws, mm. but apparently they're not going to be giving those out either because they're just trying to... Not have a lot of... Limit waste. So what, you just get the paper cup? Yeah. And no mm. lid. No lid. And, well, even... I I could care less about a lid, but, you know, some people need a straw. We're not in that situation when we yeah. need straws, but some people do. And they're just trying to limit waste. So I'm guessing straws are available upon request, mm -hmm. but they're not just going to be handing them out willy-nilly. Um... There are a whole lot more 100, Disney 100 celebration. They have celebration cake lounge fly bags, wallets, um, headbands, uh, like the ear mini ears and more. Um, they look really cute. It looks like a big old cake. So mm -hmm. I, I could see myself carrying around one of those bags sometime in the near future. Or me just walk around with this huge <coughs> cake. They're like, oh, is that one of those new bags? I'm like, no, why? What, what bag? Just a big cake I'm carrying around. There's uh, more to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom. They have their dates. They have a full guide as to, like, costuming that you can wear, what's allowed for kids, what's allowed for adults. And uh, if you're interested in doing the Halloween uh, Not-So-Scary Party, then... Uh, just kind of know what kind of costumes you're allowed to wear, what you're not allowed to carry, like certain props you can't be carrying I around. wouldn't suggest wearing a Spongebob outfit, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, Minions. I kind of like the idea of this particular snack. It's a Haunted Mansion-themed grave, grave Digger Popcorn Mix. And it's going to be... Caramel popcorn. Tell me, tell me what you guys think about this. I think it's caramel. <clears throat> caramel popcorn layered with chopped Twix, M&Ms, crushed chocolate cookies, mini marshmallows, and a dark chocolate drizzle. That's way too much. It made my diabetes hurt. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I would try that, but I don't think I could eat a whole container. I think if they took a lot off of it, I'd give it a try. Yeah. Like if you just took the popcorn out? And gave it to me, I'd try that. Just the caramel popcorn. Caramel. And then uh, the last thing I have is that the vanilla pea from Wreck-It Ralph, she had a meet and greet, and it's going away permanently what? to make way for figment. Okay. Popcorn. All right. I'm cool with it. I know I'm cool with it. So I'm assuming it's an Epcot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah, Epcot. yeah, Epcot. So I think, I, I think in the end that's going to go over well. I think oh, yeah. people... I don't know why they haven't. Excited about I don't figment. know why they haven't had that. Right, and Orangebird. Orangebird's not hanging around. Either, yeah, is he? that's true. See, but, is it a boy? I don't know. That's all I have in theme park news. All right, have? I got some theme park news, and here's uh, some uh, a couple new parks slated to open. Okay, Mattel Adventure Park is set to open in 2024. Oh. 
It will be located in Glendale, Arizona. It is going to be Arizona's first fully themed indoor-outdoor amusement park. It's going to be open year-round, and it's going to, from what I understand, it's on nine acres. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, I'm surprised Arizona doesn't have a theme park. This is their first theme park? Uh, fully themed indoor-outdoor oh, okay. amusement park. Uh, it's going to be open year-round, and from what I'm reading, it's on nine acres, and I'm not very acre-smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had to double check that when I'm going to tell you about the next theme park. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be on nine acres, and I've double checked that. And so far, from what I'm reading and looking at, it's going to have two fully themed Hot Wheels coasters. Oh, wow. That's cool. Hot Wheels Bone Shaker and Hot Wheels Twin Mill Racer. And it will also have a life-size Barbie house. And that's kind of in the news. Oh, wow. Barbie's making a comeback. And with a life-size Barbie dream house. So it sounds like they've got like a Mattel. Well, yeah, because it's Mattel. Yeah, it's Mattel's Adventure Park. Oh. You know, that'd be fun. I just showed the Adventure Park part. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Mattel. Maybe I misspoke, but it's Mattel Adventure Park. So I'm kind of... It'd be fun. Yeah, that would be, be cool. And you know, I think it's in Arizona, so that's probably not too far. If mm-hmm. you're going out to Disneyland, to Disneyland, I don't know if you can make yeah. make it a trip where you go mm-hmm. visit both 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 areas. Uh, also, in the news is going to be a new another new theme park, American Heartland Theme Park and Resort. That will be scheduled to open in 2026 in Venita. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. This park itself, and this is why I had to double check the information on the last park because this blew my mind. This park itself, the park itself, will cover 125 acres. Oh wow! Oh wow! So there's a big discrepancy there. So I nine acres versus 125. Yeah, but uh-huh. so I, I double checked both stats or whatever, but. 125 acres, which is Magic Kingdom size, for comparison. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a big boy. Uh, it's going to be Americana-themed, hence the name. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have six lands, the Great Plains, Bayou Bay, Big Timber Falls, Stony Point Harbor, Liberty Village, and Electropolis. And I'm assuming this is going to be like a city-type yeah, land. Yeah, right. Like, look like city. Um it will also have a 300-room hotel, an indoor water park, and 300-cabin campground. And from what I understand, it's going to have, from what someone else was telling me, is it's going to have, the campground's going to kind of come up first. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a big place for people to come and camp. Oh, that'd be cool. So Oklahoma, I'm not sure about the weather, if it's going to be I, I feasible think, to go year-round. I think Oklahoma is pretty steady, as in I don't think they have to deal with a whole lot of, like, harsh winters. I don't think it snows there. I don't think it gets too cold, but I'm not 100%. But I'm pretty sure that they could manage a full year round. Yeah, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they did their homework themselves. But yeah. uh, uh, it'll be nice. They like, do live have, there. <laughs> it'll be nice to have a park in a different part of the country. You don't have to go to the... Florida mm-hmm. or California to go. It would be nice to get these parks start popping up around the country. Again, like, yeah. like Arizona. Yeah, it gets super hot there. But I'm sure they'll have ways to maintain like the comfort what? of their guests. But I don't think that they deal with a whole lot of severe weather other than the heat. Like I don't think they're in like Tornadoville. They don't get hurricanes. Obviously, they don't get blizzards. And that one does seem like it's going to have a lot more indoor stuff, too. That's yeah. true. You know, and that's maybe nine acres of a lot of indoor stuff is, mm-hmm. you know, pretty uh, pretty nice. Yeah. But which one are you excited about seeing? All right, let's throw Epic Universe in there. Oh. Like, which one would you want to go to? I would probably say Epic Universe because it's yeah. got more my kind of stuff. Yeah, Epic mm-hmm. above uh, these other two. Yeah. And then out of the new two, what would you, what would you say, Mattel or? If we we're going to take a trip outside of Florida, ugh. <laughs> let's just try to imagine that. But I feel like uh, 
Oklahoma, they've kind of got an upper hand. But I do like the idea of Kevin what they're Mattel. doing with if Mattel. If you can figure out a way to do the Arizona and, you know, mm-hmm. Disneyland, that would okay. be pretty cool. But Yeah. All right. So that's theme park news, talk news, talk about news type gimmick. What's next, Doofy? All right, it's wrestling talk, wrestling, wrestling, and it's been a fun, it's been a fun go of it here lately. But we're just gonna talk about a couple, couple of things going around right now. Uh, a couple weeks ago on a SmackDown, Jay Uso closed SmackDown by taking out Roman Reigns and super kicking Jimmy Uso. What? Then, as he left the crowd, he he stated he's done with the bloodline, he's done with SmackDown, and he's done with the WWE. So, of course, you know how the internet goes, and the internet wrestling community, the IWC, as it's better known as, uh, went nuts with rumors and people arguing about what's going to happen. People saying, oh, he's on his way to AEW, which I don't believe. People saying his contract's up, so he probably will end up somewhere else. Some people saying, no, he's just on vacation, he's injured, he he needs a break. Which the whole break thing does make sense, because the whole Bloodline storyline has been going on for years. So Mm -hmm. these guys have been kind of carrying the WWE for quite some time. and they. Unlike Roman, the Usos are constantly on 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 uh, television. Like they don't really take a whole lot of time off. Yeah, barring injury. So um, you know they probably they do deserve a break. Mm. But one of the reasons why I, I'm not really buying into the whole AEW rumor thing is uh, is because <laughs> everything I under I've understood of booking. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for Jay Uso to take out their world champion and his brother and tag team partner before leaving. Like yeah. that's just not typically how one would book. Also, I don't their think, company. I think if he was going to go to like the AEW. I don't think they'd like let him publicly announce I'm done with WWE. Right, and they wouldn't make him look stronger. Mm-hmm. Usually, as as you know, if you're done with in history, if you were done with a territory or if you were done with a company, you usually went, as they say, out on your back. Meaning, you put somebody else over as you leave. You don't go mm-hmm. out taking out their. <laughs> world champion and like yo deuces I'm out I just made your world champion look like a punk mm-hmm. and then go somewhere else that's that's why if he were to have a contract that is up and he was leaving mm-hmm. they the bloodline probably would have beat him to a pulp and we wouldn't see him again yeah that's typically how I believe the booking would normally work mm-hmm. so I'm not buying into the whole AEW thing. I think maybe he does have an injury or does need a break. Both mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And I and believe nice was, Yeah, and we will see him. Or it's all storyline driven and things may change next week. Mm-hmm. But if you are looking for him to be at AEW all in, I I personally wouldn't suggest putting your eggs in that basket. I don't think he yeah. will be there. <laughs> uh, speaking of AEW All In, that is set to be on Sunday, August 27th in London. And let's talk about the match card. All right. Because it does, it's got some good, pretty good stuff to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF, the champion, the AEW world champion, will be defending against Adam Cole. Yeah. Adam Cole, baby. Uh, CM Punk, the real world champion, okay, <laughs> will be uh, defending against Samoa Joe. I think that'd be cool. That would be a good match. Yeah. But again, these companies with all these world championships. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's each company have one world champion. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, we'll, we'll argue who's the best world champion. Yeah. You know, through the other companies. Uh, 
And then you'll have Hikaru Shida, who is uh, the women's world champion, versus Tony Storm, versus Soraya, versus uh, TBD. I don't know who that is, but uh, this person's all over the card. So, uh, for those that's to, to be determined. Uh, oh. Also, you will see FTR, who are the tag team champions, defending against Young Bucks. And Cash Wheeler has found himself in some legal troubles. From what I'm... I don't really do the dirt sheet thing. Apparently, he got into physical altercation uh, with a road rage, road stop. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And there's apparently... A gun or something involved. I don't know, but I do believe he is still able to leave the country, and he will, from what I understand, he will be in attendance and defending against the Young Bucks, who, let's be honest, probably were booking themselves to win anyways. Also, turn the page. Darby, Allen, and Sting will be wrestling Swerve Strickland and A.R. Fox in a coffin match. All right. Chris Jericho will be wrestling Will Ospreay. That'll be cool. The Golden Elite will be wrestling the Bullet Club Gold and Takashita. And Eddie Kingston and the Lucha Brothers and the Best Friends will be wrestling Black Pool Combat Club and TBD times three. So, I don't know. Mm -hmm. TBD has a tag team now or something. So, uh, that would be fun. And that is a... Stamp Stadium Stampede match. And in the Zero Hour, the pre-show, and a lot of times you can find that on YouTube if you don't have the access to All In. The Aussie Open, who are the champions, will be uh, the Ring of Honor tag team champions, will be wrestling MJF and what? Adam Cole, baby. So nice. that'll be a fun storyline. Throughout the night, see to see them tag and then wrestle mm -hmm. for the world championship. Yeah, so that's all in. So yeah, that should be. That sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah, some of it sounds better than some, uh, others, mm -hmm. you know. But it sounds like it'd be a good one. Mm -hmm. And any uh, anything uh, you're looking forward to? If we watch, I'm excited for in particular. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Will Ospreay is one of the best, most athletic wrestlers in, in the world. All he right, is. we'll take a few minutes. I'm looking at the time here. Let's take a few minutes. Who is the best current wrestlers? Give me five. I think Will Ospreay, obviously. Um, MJF is one of the greatest oh, like, yeah. On the mic, speakers. He's going to get people in the building. Yeah. yeah. I'd have those two in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh... AJ Styles. AJ Styles, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad match. And they've put, WWE's put him in some crazy scenarios, mm -hmm. but he's always had a good match. Either of the Usos. Okay, I can see Jay. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Because yeah. he can talk. And he's not like the most athletic, but mm -hmm. he, he can talk. And he did also create AEW partially. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got one more. I don't know. Uh, who would you throw in there? Seth Rollins? Yeah, you could do Seth Rollins. Daniel Bryanson? Daniel Bryan Danielson. Brian Danielson. <laughs> Brian Danielson, you know. Daniel Bryan's just engraved in our minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always like to throw in a good Dan Hauser. Dan Hauser. Yeah, Dan Hauser. Very nice, very evil. Yep, yep. All right, so those are some of the best. All right. Mikey's Classic Movie Review will be next. Let me find my seat, because we're about to hear Mikey's classic movie review. Can't wait to hear what he wants. Yeah. All right, Mikey's classic movie review, and he is going over the summer of 2023. Yeah. And what he's watched. So what uh, what overview, what movies are you going to talk about? What movies have you watched this summer? Uh, I have watched a lot of movies this summer. But well, current over... movies. Yeah, current movies. Yeah. But I'm going over uh, four that I saw in theaters. Yeah. I saw The Meg 2, Oppenheimer. Now, is that about Meg Ryan? No. No, okay. Meg uh, 2, not Oppenheimer. I know that's not about Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Across the Spider-Verse and TMNT, Mutant Mayhem. So you're, right. not gonna, you're not going to talk about the Barbie movie? 
that you also saw in the theater? I did see the Barbie movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Barbie movie too, yeah. Summer yeah. 2023 here. Yeah, so real quick. No, we'll do that at the end. All right, we'll do that at the end. All right, go All right. ahead. Start with what you want. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go in order from not just what I wrote down last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not last. First was the Meg Two that was directed by Ben Wheatley. It was a really fun movie. It's not like a movie like Oppenheimer where you have to put like a lot of thought into it. I like those kinds of movies. Yeah. I don't like thinking too much. <laughs> the CGI from the first one, this really improved from the first one. Because, like, the first one, there's, like, a, you saw him shoot it with a... So, what is the Meg? I, I, I don't know what this is. It's a shark movie. It's a movie about a shark. Yeah. Okay, so it's... Oh, okay, I think I've seen this ever. So, it's not, yeah. Like, when I saw it advertised, I thought it was, like, gonna be Jaws. Yeah. So, okay. It's basically Jaws, but really dumb. Okay. <laughs> it's... Okay. So, it's a shark movie. Yeah. Not Jaws. And uh, the CGI is good. Yeah. Because in the first movie, it was okay, the CGI. But, like, he had, like, this... Forgot the harpoon, and you can see it go into like black in its mouth, like the shadow, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just straight through the top of his head. Like I can't describe. I can't really describe it that well. It was just. It was off. <laughs> okay, so it was like a glitch in yeah. the CGI, or okay, like the 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 harpoon didn't go directly through the shark. No. Head. Okay. But yeah, the CGI was good in this, because like, this one, it's like a really huge shark, and it's supposed to be like really, really old, so like they put a lot of detail into like the texture of its skin and stuff. Okay. So that was really neat. Uh, the middle act was really too long, and like, it really felt, it didn't really relate to the rest of the movie. So they were just trying to make this movie longer and throwing yeah. things in there. And, mm. Okay. Because, like, it was like, it's a shark movie, but then the second act had, like, this weird villain that was doing some weird, like, heist thing or whatever. I, okay. I can't even describe Does it. Does anyone fall in love in this movie? No. All right. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Because yeah. there's always some kind of love story. In mm -hmm. it. Nobody fell in love with the shark. No, just the audience. Aww. Aww. Next, I have Barbie, which was directed by Greta, uh, Greta Gerwig. Uh, I was not a fan of this one because I felt like they tried too hard to make it serious. Okay, well... With that being said, you're probably not who they're directing it towards. I will I will admit that. But I did also hear that, like, it wasn't really directed towards children either. Yeah. Like, I heard, like, some people, I heard some dads did not feel comfortable taking their kids to it. I don't know yeah. why. Was there, like, bad language in it? There was a little bad Which we language. all assume there's going to be a nudity joke, and there was, I'm mm. sure, correct? Yeah, there was. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty obvious. Mm. It is true that I wasn't the target audience, but I did go because I went to see uh, that and Oppenheimer. Because that that's a, the thing. a gimmick yeah. we're doing. But while it is true it wasn't meant for me, it was too serious for kids because it does like explore like existentialism, which, why did they even have to, why did they do that? If you could see me right now, I look very confused because yeah. I don't, I don't, it's a study of eggs. I don't know. No, All that's right. like the meaning of life. Oh, well, listen to this podcast and you'll find out. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. Barbie, you don't have to take care of it. Ed Life has it covered. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I feel like, I don't know, they, they should have really just made it more for kids and stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. I will say it was really that. impressive. Because there was almost, I don't think there was any CGI used, well, there was a little. But, like, all the set pieces were, like, real. And, like, they let, the sets they actually built were really neat. Because, like, they built a beach, but, like, the water was made of plastic and stuff. 
Oh, that's cool. So, like, it looked like an actual, like, playset. Playset. Alright, that's kind of All right, that's kinda cool. I like that. So I did appreciate that. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Something different. I had mm-hmm. heard a lot of people cried. You were not one of these people. I did not cry. Okay. Huh. Then there was Oppenheimer, which I really enjoyed, directed by Christopher Nolan. It was really, it's one of those movies that you can tell it's just something else to see in theater. Like, if you watch it at home, it's just not going to hit the same. I felt that way about National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, if you're in the Barbie movie or anything else, you can hear the explosions of the... Oppenheimer. Of Oppenheimer in Uh, the other theater. You think that was scared Barbie. Yeah. But, you know. (laughs) My dream house. (laughs) When Barbie's dream house becomes a nightmare. Mm -hmm. But, like, one interesting thing about... uh, the nuke. Spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks for dropping that on us. Oh! oh! It's accurate. They tried to make it accurate. Because when the bomb actually goes off, the sound doesn't actually start when the... When it hits. When it hits. Like, it's like after the explosion, which I thought was really... Because that's how it was, right? Yeah. Science. Science and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And there are a lot of big name actors, which was really cool to see, like Josh from Drake and Josh. Yay! Yeah, and like Roderick that. from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Wow. The real Roderick. They're all growing up and doing Bob movies. All yeah. Right. And of course, Cillian Murphy, who's in almost everything nowadays. Yeah, I've noticed that about Silly Murphy. <laughs> Silly Murphy. I don't know who you're talking about, but... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Next, we have Across the Spider-Verse, directed by... Give me a minute. Okay, this is a... Joaquin Dos Santos. Huh? Joaquin? No, it's an M. Joaquin? Yeah. Okay. Kemp Powers and Justin Thompson... So there's so there a lot of directing effort. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Keep these cartoons in line. Yeah. There was really good in animation, which is like what the Spider-Verse movies are famous for. But I will say, while there are a lot of fun and interesting characters in this one, it should have had more returning characters from the first movie. Okay. Because, like, they introduce a lot of new characters, but... We didn't see the characters from the first movie, right? which I was kind of excited for. Yeah, I know I didn't see them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I, I do feel I'm being... A lot of people disliked it because the whole movie is a build-up for the next movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how mm-hmm. these superhero movies are. Yeah. yeah. Which, like... The first movie wasn't like that, so I think we all kind of expected a bit more story and plot. Well, I mean, you could go it the other way. You could go the Toy Story way, mm-hmm. where they absolutely end the series on every movie. They're like, yeah, yeah. this is the last movie until next one. Uh-huh. So, yeah, people, toys are going to move away and mm-hmm. and be broken and whatever mm-hmm. until next movie. <laughs> I will say, even though it was supposed to be build-up, I feel like they could have given us a little more plot because the only like big event that happens is right at the end. Okay. Like the only parts like plot wise I remember is like this huge chase scene and then some big spoiler at the end. I I won't spoiler. I won't spoil that part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So those are all the movies you saw? Well, there is still TMNT. Oh, yeah. Oh, the one I went to see. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. Uh, it was directed by Jeff Rowan, produced by Seth Rogen, which I thought is cool, because I really watched a lot of Seth Rogen movies this summer, so that was cool to end it off on that. It also has a lot of big-name actors, like John Cena, Paul yeah. Rudd, mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, of course, mm-hmm. uh... Also, one of the voice actors for, I think it was Mikey, was the last person to play Gumball 
in the Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, okay. Oh, really? So that was cool. Now, one of the cool things that they did was to write the script and get the, like, modern language to be more accurate. Like, they just have the four kid actors for the Turtles just talking. Seth Rogen's like, well, what, what is that? What is Riz? Throw that in the script, you know? Okay. So now, I thought that was neat. I will say this, if I can interject my opinion mm-hmm. as being an older gentleman, not Beach Boys old, but a yeah. slightly older gentleman to most of the people who probably watch this movie. Uh, you people who grew up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, forget about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like They're rewriting the story. Don't go in with any preconceived notions of what the story is going to that be. That is true. Uh, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy it. It was fun. And I, it's actually one that I would watch again. And I'm not one to watch movies, let alone watch them over and over. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you have to forget about everything you know about Teenage Mutant That is Turtles. true. They they went in fresh. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't really have a problem with how they did that. Because they kept just a very slim amount of the themes of, like, the old yeah. TMNT. Yeah. Which, in general... I feel like it also could have changed a lot because, like, there's been so many takes on the TMNT yeah. that, like, it changes within, like, every, like, show and movie. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I agree. I agree. that's kind of a product of years There's of... no Turtleverse. Yeah. Where it all connects. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, I honestly think it's on par with the first 90s movie. I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I I really loved. And, and I I know Seth Rogen wanted to explore them being teenagers more, mm-hmm. which that I really do. I think like they, that they did that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked how they were all different sizes. I do like that too. Because like traditionally, you always see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all the same size. They look the exact same, except for whatever uh, weapon they hold and their uh, like eye scarf mask mm-hmm. thing, and then they're their belt that has their initials on them. On, but I did like how they were all different shapes mm-hmm. and sizes. On my notes, I did have, it had neat character designs. Because, like, there is no, like, cute character in the movie. Like, they all look like mutants. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, like, the humans, like, they, a stylistic choice, like, all the humans, like, were really weird looking. Like, mm-hmm. the bank robbers at the start were, like, their eyes were, like, in completely different <laughs> parts of their faces. Yeah. Alright. So, actually, did you do Haunted Mansion? Oh, yeah. Oh, also, he watched Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I did see Haunted Mansion. I'll go off script for that. Yeah, yeah, you (laughs) you forgot to do that one. What I'll say that I liked, well, I just love scary movies like Haunted Mansion and Ghostbusters and that kind of stuff. So, I'm into the horror flicks like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, what I... (laughs) Obviously, uh, it's sarcasm. I'm not into those kinds of movies, but uh, horror movies. But what I did appreciate about Haunted Mansion is the little aspects that they threw in that related the the viewer to the ride. I do agree with that. That's one of the things I like. They, I, I like how they did that, but they are also kind of subtle about it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like thrown in your face like hey this is a ride Mm -hmm. they just kind of threw in some nuances from the ride for you know people like me who are watching because of the rides like yeah yeah that one lady's chair looked just like a doom buggy Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's what i like and like all the actors i think really did yeah do a good job like it didn't just feel like it was another and it was a good storyline it was a pretty cool story yeah it wasn't cheesy it was funny Mm -hmm. it had its quote-unquote spooky parts yeah all right so Let's, let's, what, worst to first. Okay. I think I know what worst is. Yeah, Barbie. Yeah. Honestly, I liked all the movies I watched, so next I'd probably have to say Meg 2. Okay. Then. Not Meg Ryan. (laughs) Haunted Mansion. Ooh, okay. Then Spider-Verse. Okay. Oppenheimer. Uh Then TMNT. Team oh, wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is above Oppenheimer. 
it's very close. Okay. Yeah, you did see a lot Which, of movies that you enjoyed, so it'd be hard to rank them. Mm, I yeah. feel like some people would get mad that I put TMNT over Oppenheimer, but... But you know what? You're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I probably would, too. Uh-huh. But, you know, I've got words on my angle that say never grow up, mm-hmm. so... Well, I will say I don't know much about Oppenheimer compared to TMNT, well, yeah. so I can so say... I'm going in with more information about turtles yeah teenage mutant ninja turtles and i am yeah, Oppenheimer. So, so. so i can't say how accurate Oppenheimer is <laughs> right <laughs> right well we know tmnt wasn't very accurate yeah that's true i know my turtle history here mm. all right so that's mikey's classic movie review summer 2023 it was a good one in the theaters let's get ready to rumble it's time for the main event what y'all arguing about today All right, it's time for the main event, and we're talking toys. It's a toy main event. We're talking toys. All right. Yeah. All kinds of toys. All right, what is was your... Let's start off with saying this. What was your favorite toy growing up that you can think of? I know you got a million of them. I do. Well, I, was, I always loved Legos. Legos? Legos? Yeah. Yep, that is true. Mm-hmm. And we still have them. Mm-hmm. Have them. Um... I really liked a lot of my toys, but Popples really stand out in my mind. Popples. Popples. You know, I'm probably going to go G.I. Joe. If mm. we're just talking about toy lines, probably going to go G.I. Joe because not only did I use them for my G.I. Joes, I used them for wrestling, too. Yeah. Because they, they had so much articulation. Mm. Like, you could actually do wrestling moves with them. So I had my little wrestling fed. I used... Uh, G.I. Joe's, that's the one I really got into. That is kind yeah. of funny how back in the day, those had more artic- articulation, articulation than actual wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. So they were perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember just, uh, I would be sitting in a, on the floor using a couch cushion as the wrestling ring yeah. for my G.I. Joe. So it was a big ring. It was mm-hmm. a big ring. But uh, that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I use those a lot. I use those from my G.I. Joe days all through my wrestling mm-hmm. days. So I use those a lot. Uh, what is um your holy grail that you always wanted that you never got? And whatever it is, I apologize before you say it. <laughs> but what was your holy grail like? You always wanted but you never got. Uh, I think that'd be the Lego Death Star. Lego Death mm-hmm. Star. I was gonna get that for you, but she said no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't. I didn't even know that was uh, a holy grail. And sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't really ex- express it. I feel like that's like the big holy grail for most kids who grew up playing Legos. Right. And mine, my holy grail is probably a lot of kids' holy grail too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my holy grail. Oh, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Was it the GI Joe uh, aircraft, uh, aircraft carrier? carrier? Yeah. The USS Flag. Oh yeah. It that was my holy grail, and to be honest, that was something I didn't even see in the store. I think I may have saw it in the store once, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it even came with planes. Like that was like yeah. added extra. You got planes, but that was something I always wanted, and uh, I never got because again, like you, I don't even think I expressed like yeah that I wanted it. But that was when I was kept my mm-hmm. eye out. Oh, you know, kind of side eye. How you doing? How you doing, aircraft mm-hmm. carrier? But uh, for those of you who are listening, you can find it on eBay for around two thousand five hundred bucks. So just throwing it out right. there, you know, if you've enjoyed this podcast. All right, just kidding, just kidding. But um, the one you... I wanted wasn't even expensive. I always wanted a skip it. <laughs> I always wanted a skip it, and I never got one. Well, they made it look so much fun on the. Mm. I probably would have broke my neck, but they made it look so much fun on the TV. And oh. like the commercial was so catchy. Wait, no, I'm now I'm remembering. I did not want the Lego Death Star. I wanted a cup and ball. <laughs> I, want, I wanted jacks. And then also, like, when I was a kid, I wanted Rodney and Friends, the reindeers that you could get from Burger King at Christmas time. And I remember, like, being at church on Christmas Day and somebody had a Rodney... Actually, they had Randy. It was the littlest one. And they were sitting way across the way, and they were just, like, tossing it in the air. And I was just looking at them with such envy, like, 
I really wished I had had in that. In church. In church, I know. But I was little. And I ended up getting them later. But then, like, I had a dog that chewed them up and, it, yeah. And then now I, I have, like, a Rodney that I got, like, at Kohl's or something like that. Yeah, but it's not it's not quite the same. And I've got the same one. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're the movie guy. All right. So here, here's a good toy question for you. Best movie action figures? My favorite are the, like, NECA horror movie ones. Like, I've got my Frankenstein, which I really like. But I'm also looking at... I'm remembering that Thor one you got me. Okay. That one's really cool. Okay. Um, I would probably go with the OG Star Wars line from Kenner. That yeah. was in 1978. I know, yeah, the NECA is beautiful, mm-hmm. amazing. It's like these are action figures that just look like statues. Yeah. But I'm going to go with that line just because I believe it changed the toy industry. That is yeah. true. Uh so that's where I go. You got any movies? Like, did that come before uh, G.I. Joe? Uh, talk real quick while I turn my paper. Uh, it was probably around the same time. I'm looking at my Toy Hall of Fame, which right. we get to. Cause, like, uh, it was before G.I. Joe, ju- based on this. Because, like, I could see that, that like, uh, inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, G.I. Joe. the Star Wars line was so iconic. Mm-hmm. I actually have a Star Wars. I have the Star Wars Black Series. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those I like good. those. It's like, yeah, those are good looking, too. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what else are we going to talk about? What do you guys want to do first? We are going to... Here's a few things that we're going to do. We've created our own toy line. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. We've added to a toy line, uh, a wrestling toy line. We're going to do that, and we have our own personal toy, Hall of Fame. We're going to do that. So what should we do first, guys? Um, I think the series. All right, let's do our series first. This, uh, we put in a little work. We put a little work on all of these. So, but let's do our new toy series that we're fantasy booking here. Who wants to go first? Can I go? Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're right. Uh, mine is the 007 series, which I don't think they've done. Uh, not that I can think of. Like, I'm thinking, like, built like, you know, like... A mecha type, an ultimate figure? Yeah, like, uh, kind of like the Star Wars Black series or something Yeah, kind of like, like your ultimate type. Mm-hmm. Highly articulated, highly detailed. Yeah. Who you got in your first series? Like, it would start from series, like, first we would have, like, the Sean Connery movies, like, the first ones that were made. Okay. So then we would have... James Bond, obviously. Okay. Then there'd be a chase version where he's wearing a white suit instead of black. All right. And that's smart because then you're not making a whole new mold. You're just repainting it. Right. And that's like what these toy lines like to do. Mm-hmm. There's Dr. No from the first movie. Colonel Kleb, Goldfinger, Emilio Largo, and Ernst Blofeld. I had to do a lot of research for these ones because I haven't watched many of the first movies. Okay, okay. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They, they and don't I, have that. And I could see that getting over really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that your toy line? Yeah. All right. I have two. The first is uh, a new line of pop, like Funko Pops. So, you know, I love my Loungefly backpacks, which are also in the Funko Pop family. Yeah, Funko makes them. But I would do a small replica. It would be the size and the same material as a Funko Pop. A Funko Pop, but, but it's, it's replicas bag. of the bags. I like that. That's actually mm, pretty genius. That is cool. Or just the thought those should come with the bag. Yeah. Like open it up and you got a replica yeah. so you got in a replica the bag. Yeah. I can see that. figure of your bag. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And then I also have uh, something I call Desk Pals. These can be any line of any of your fandom. Disney, Peanuts, Harry Potter, wrestling, or whatever. Small items of different materials. Plastic, vinyl, stuffed, or stretchy. Used to decorate your workspace. They can attach easily to your desk, cubicle, wall, whatever. And the stretching line would be handy for stress relief if you need to, like, you know, like a stress ball. But it's yeah. like... A replica of some kind of toy. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But I do want to clarify. She said peanuts. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a really good idea. I could see that. Yeah, I, like I that. could. I really like that. Thank you. Is that, that's what I got. Is that yours? Yeah. All right. All right. I kind of cheated. I kind of hybrid cheated here. Uh, those of you who followed me on social media, my Instagram or Facebook, knows I like micro brawlers, which is you can purchase on eBay or they come from uh, pro wrestling tees. Mm-hmm. They are, what do they look like? Two inches? Uh, in diameter yeah. uh, of wrestlers, obviously, if they're sold at Pro Wrestling Tees. But my new line would be Microtainers. All right. All right. So it's the same look. And I will I will have Doofy post some pictures of Micro Brawlers so you can see what we're talking about. But this line is called Microtainers. And I have my first two series already in the books. Because you all know I go above and beyond. All right. Microtainers, the first series is going to be a TGIF-based series. We're going to have Joey Gladstone. Okay. Awesome. All right? And he's going to be in a Hawaiian shirt. With his pants pulled way up? With his tight blue jeans all the way up there. But he's also going to have a chase where he's going to be in a Red Wings jersey. He's the chase figure. Okay. Because each series usually has one chase. We're going to have Carl Winslow in his police uniform. Mr. Feeney. Balky Batakamus and Urkel, Stephen Q. Urkel. That's going to be my mm. first series. I like it. TGIF. Uh, most people would probably do my second series first, but I'm a TGIF guy. So yeah. my second series, we're going to have like 80s movies. Rambo. Okay. RoboCop. Did I say clop? Yeah. <laughs> RoboCop. Because I was looking at Clark Griswold next. <laughs> Clark Griswold. Mm-hmm. But he's also going to have the chase in a Blackhawks jersey. All right. That's his chase. Doc Brown and Francis from uh, Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner from uh, oh, Dirty, Dancing. Dirty Dancing. So uh, how you doing? Yeah, That's, I could, uh, I could, see, what, I could yeah. see what you're doing here. Yeah. I could see them do that. That'd be kind of fun. So that's my series, the like Microtainers. Mm-hmm. Microtainers. Yeah. Um, I think we should all start kickstarts. Yeah, let's let's do this. I would buy just any of these, right? All right, let's move on to our personal Toy Hall of Fame. We're not doing the Toy Hall of Fame because I believe that's already out there. You know, you got your, you know, rubber ball, jacks, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is our personal Toy Hall of Fame. If we're setting up our, which I've kind of done here, haven't I? (laughs) Setting up our own Hall of Fame. What are we putting in it? Uh, what's your guys' first entrance? Who wants to go first? You can go first, Mikey. Uh, this is the wrestling line? No, no this, this is, is like, our personal uh, toy oh, Hall of Fame. Okay. What you putting in there? I've got Legos, TMNT, G.I. Joe, Rustlers, and Star Wars. Alright, alright. All good things to play with. I'm going Cabbage Patch Kids, Popples, Pound Puppies, My Little Pony, Little People, and the Casio keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I, that's a good one. I like yeah. that with the keyboard. All right, well, you guys know me, and I, I go uh, too far. So here's my personal toy Hall of Fame. I went a little bit more in-depth. Mm-hmm. Like, I narrowed this down. So yeah. here's mine. The 1990 Playmates TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Donatello in Disguise. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, the original Playmates Turtles, and he was the one I loved the guy because he had his trench coat on, a hat. I loved that one. Mm. I went with the 1988 Road Pig from Hasbro, GI Joe. All right. Uh, the reason why I went Road Pig out of all the GI Joes, the reason why I went Road Pig is because I loved him. He was a dreadnought, rocking the dreadnought T-shirt right now. Uh, but also. He, he was my world champion when he was wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, he was a big guy for me. Uh, also with the G.I. Joe world, the Hasbro 1987, William the Refrigerator Perry. I believe that was a male one. Mm-hmm. But I had a William Perry defensive tackle for the Chicago Bears. Had a G.I. Joe figure. I loved him. I remember him in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. All right. 1985, My Pet Monster, I still have, mm-hmm. uh, from the Amtoy American Greetings Company. I still yeah. have the OG. 
I still got them. Yep. My pet monster loved them. I got the 19, uh, you know I got wrestling in here, 1991 Hasbro WWF Dusty Rhodes. Nice. Out of all my wrestlers, I picked him because, you know, I love the the way they they made him. You're, you're able to do that little elbow he did. Mm-hmm. He was one of my most favorite to play with because you could easily do his signature elbow. Yeah. And then I'm going to finish it up with a 1989 Playmates, remember this if you can, Barnyard Commandos. I went with a Sergeant Shooting Suite. Nice. Is that the one behind? Is that one? Yes, I do have all my Barnyard Commandos, but I do not have any of the the artillery. I just have the actual animals. Yeah. But he was one of my favorites. I remember taking those guys everywhere, taking them in the car, because, you know, back in the day... As a kid, you just bounce around in the back seat, you know, mm-hmm. flying around, playing with your toys, yeah. you know. And uh, they were ones I usually carried with me when we went on a trip. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep, that's my toy hall of fame. Yeah. There. All right, now we're gonna. Now we got one more gimmick here. We're gonna enhance a current wrestling, uh, wrestling line. We're gonna pick a wrestling line and just tell you. The, a future series that they should do. Fancy booking here. Mm. Who wants to go first? I'll go first on this She's one. She's going first yeah. on this one. Just because mine is short and simple. And I couldn't... Much like her husband. Short and simple. I didn't really get exact wrestlers because I couldn't find a straight answer of like what's already been made. But I'm going to do a new line of wrestling buddies. Because I think mm-hmm. those are fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. And those are coming back, actually. Yeah. There's been and a lot so, of indies coming up. Yeah. But because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the different websites I was looking at, it was hard to get a clear idea of who's had one made. And, like, because there's, like, who's got one made. And then there's, like, fan, you know, yeah, yeah. driven. So, uh, but, yeah, I would do a new line of wrestling buddies. I've got, I kind of cheated a little. Well, one second, Danhausen would be great. Oh, uh, Danhausen, yeah, obvious, yeah. <laughs> he, he would be the one that I know. I say I'm gonna Dan put in Housen, there. New Day, yeah, we got. They both say a lot of cool things. Yeah, yeah. All right, what you got? I kind of cheated because I did a wrestling line of retros, but it's all AEW retros. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're on the same page, mm-hmm. but you did it a little different. Yeah. All right, I like this. I've got MJF, Kenny yes. Omega. Yes. Luchasaurus, which would be a great retro. Oh, yes. Uh, Danhausen, which that's kind of like what you got, but... Oh, yeah, I got a Major Bendy. Yeah. Danhausen. Then uh, the Orange Cassidy. Oh, you got me, like, way too excited about this. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe all these companies making indie, uh, all yeah. these small indie companies who are coming out with retros. Mm-hmm. Nobody's figured out, or AW hasn't figured out how to do that yet. Because, like, oh, they wow. do the best job of, like, bringing out, like, the cartoonishness yeah mm-hmm. dude now this is all i'm thinking about mm-hmm. and even i did retros myself but i didn't even think about that yeah that aw figure it out there's all these independent companies out there making these retros talk mm-hmm. to them baby talk to me all right my retro line i went with because i was a wcw kid i love wcw i went some uh a new wcw line of retros mm-hmm. el Giante. Johnny B. Bad, the Fabulous Freebirds, the Tupac, Michael P.S. Hayes, and Jimmy Jam Garvin, Ron Simmons, and Scotty Flamingo. But mm-hmm. only WCW marks will get that. So that's what I got for my toy line. Yeah. Series, brand new series. But uh, anything else you guys want to talk about toys? I mean, this is fun. Well, you had had us put down memories. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Favorites. We've been kind of doing that. What, mm-hmm. what you got? So one of my memories was my talking cooler like from pound puppies mm-hmm. only it was just like <laughs> teddy ruxpin only it was cooler from the pound puppies which kind of he was like the cool guy he had like a little blue jacket wait pound puppies yeah how old are they they came out in the oh, 80s. yeah there was a... i thought i thought it was just a cartoon that was that no was and now kid. they were back like you could yeah, see you the original see the oh, wow type. okay Pound puppies at Target. Yeah. But I had a talking pound puppy. It was like Teddy Ruxpin. And he came with a book and a tape that he would tell the story of the book you got. But I also remember putting like regular music cassettes in him. And it would be playing whatever song. And his mouth would be moving along to it. And he'd be blinking his eyes. And I always had fun with that. 
And then I also liked my little strawberry shortcake mm-hmm. that you would squeeze her belly and like it would smell like strawberries. <laughs> squeeze my belly, you ain't gonna smell strawberries, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is that, egg rolls? <laughs> what about you? you know, anything you uh, want to talk about toys? I remember when we had our Target and that's where I'd usually get Legos. Yeah, Target you was. You were a good always place about the Legos. minifigures. Like, you were always yeah, on the Lego minifigure hunt. Mm-hmm. And that's a genius but cruel thing that toy companies figured out was yeah. the whole mystery game. Yeah, that was. I guess what? You can buy an action figure. You can buy it, this, mm-hmm. but we're not going to tell you what you're getting. Yeah. So you, can, you have to keep buying them. Mm-hmm. Genius for them, cruel for the kid, mm-hmm. you know, or grown adult, whatever the case may be. Yeah. What, what, all right, we're sitting in the toy room here. What are you looking around? What, what are you, what's sticking out to you? Like, hey, let's talk about this real quick. I know I wasn't really that young, but when I got that Fallout helmet. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You, 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 you spent some dollars. You spent some Christmas money on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fallout helmet. I remember, was it the pandemic? During the pandemic, I took a picture of you sitting there playing a video game with it on. <laughs> Seems like it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Because I remember we got it, like, right before the pandemic, I think. And, you know, people are really into the little people now. And my golden girls up there. The yeah. And I got the Beatles. Out. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Those I don't think when people were, when they started making the little people, they they foresaw in the future golden girls. Little people. <laughs> the golden girls, little people. <laughs> so and grown men buying them. Ed, you had mentioned that you still have your My Pet Monster. Yes. Now, I want to know for, like... Is that the oldest toy that you still own from your childhood? What's the oldest thing that you still own? It may be. It, it, if it's not, it's, it's you know, up there. Because, I, I yeah, I you know, as you get older, you, you lose them or you move mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So stuff happens. But uh, I think he may be. If not, he's, he's pretty close. So I still have, I still have some stuffed animals from when I was, a, a little kid, such as my Oliver and Dodger that I got when I was in third grade for my birthday. But I still have my Buster, my little stuffed dog that I've had since I was a baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been beat up, too. Yeah. I, 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 I've seen Buster, and he, yeah. he looks he's a lot... A red light. He's had a rough he, life. He looks a lot like me, to be he honest. He literally with has me. a bandage yeah. around. Well, well not anymore. Because Nana fixed it for oh, you. Oh, yeah. That's true. But Buster looked like he had a, he had he a bad did, accident. He, had, he, at one point, had had an ear ripped off. I don't know who did it. It was one of my brothers, but I came home. and He may be listening right now. Uh, I came home, and Buster was laying on my bed with one ear. And I eventually found the other ear, and my mom was going to sew it on. But before she did, somebody stole the ear again. <laughs> Brothers and so, so um, <laughs> at one point, like, somebody had gotten hurt, and there was, like, bandages at the house. So you had the like, bandages. No. Uh, <laughs> like, after they were better, there was, like, leftover, like, rolls of gauze. So I wrapped his head because he was in an accident, apparently. And Buster needs to learn to fight but, back. But um, when Mikey was little, he had a way of stealing toys from people mm-hmm. and blankets and all kinds of stuff. Not like people outside this no, house. No, it was like yeah. people in the house. <laughs> yeah. And he had asked his Nana, my mom, to fix Buster's ear. And she made a whole new ear for him. Yeah. So <laughs> she made it? She made it. Because so after years well, of having this dog in a bandage, I know. Mikey just says, yo, yo, Nana, can you fix this? And bada boom, bada yeah, bing, it's done. The other ear was missing. She just found material that matched and well, that's made crazy. him a new ear. So, Mikey, what is the oldest toy that you remember that you have that still? still currently? Technically, Night Night Dog is still... On top of the yeah. much yeah. like much like your Buster, yeah, he's still somewhere in my room. Oh, he's, top he's on your top bunk. Yeah, and actually, I remember when we went on vacation last. Like, we went to Florida. Dad and I thought it would be fun to bring Night Night Dog along. We put him in our suitcase. It was not there yeah. for Mikey's comfort, but Night Night Dog had said it'd been a long time since he'd been on vacation. 
And so we took him along, and he just sat in the window, like, yeah. looking out at the resort, so. Oh, I thought you were talking about last time I went on a trip. Oh, no, 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 that. we did sneak him in your suitcase then, too. Yeah. But I believe he stayed in the suitcase when you went with Honey. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, Night Night Dog is your your buster. Yeah. He's there for it all. Mm-hmm. Except he can keep his ear. Oh! That was cool. I don't know who took his ear off, but they'll... They'll pay. They'll pay. <laughs> yeah, there's there I, people watching. I would not be surprised. I mean, it could have been anyone. I don't think it was Patty. I think it was a brother. Dang, she's calling people out on, on I think public. it was a brother. <laughs> and I would not be surprised if it was a particular brother... I mean, it could go any way, really, but this stuffed dog, I had a bit of Mikey in me, apparently, because this belonged to somebody else, and eventually it was it was just mine. Well, maybe that's why they ripped the deer that's off. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. is that's a possibility that... All right. Uh, that I... The lore expands. I know. Who knows? Who did it? Who did it? Maybe we'll have an answer on the next podcast. Maybe. Who knows? But that was our... Toy talk, main event. What was your guys' favorite toys? What any memories? Anything? Share with us. We would love to talk about it. You can uh, follow Doofy's unpaid the unpaid intern on Facebook. Follow me on the IG, the Instagram. Until next time, peace, love, and fried chicken.